from her reign as Miss Black Teen New York to DJing at great college stations like Hunter College, John Jay College, and WSSB at South Carolina University, then working with the biggest names in R&B and soul music, Cassandra Calloway has seen it all and done it all. Until now. Premiering with just 96 listeners on Blog Talk Radio in 2009, she quickly grew to over 3 million faithful listeners on Caliwood Live, all while interviewing her favorite television, movie, and music stars. She quickly became known as the go-to red carpet hostess. RMC On Air presents The Cassandra Calloway Show, covering growth in mind, body, and spirit as well as your favorite celebrity interviews. Starting her seventh season here on RMC On Air, here's your hostess with the mostest, Cassandra Calloway. Cassandra Calloway Show. It is November 1st, 2015, and I want to say, hey, how are you today? How's it going over there? I want to welcome you to RMC On Air and blogtalkradio.com as well. That's where you can hear and look at the Cassandra Calloway Show. Today I'm going to start off the show. I have to say my condolences and have to say uh, that um, one of my friends that I've only met, I met Sam probably two years ago on the red carpet, and I was actually at an event of his, and so when I heard that Sam passed away uh, last week, I got an email, a text from Eric, and he's saying Sam had passed away. I'm like, no, Sam who? He's like, Sam Spurron. I'm like, no, that's not possible because to me, I think I felt like I just spoke to him the other day. There are a lot of rumors and things going around that's why Sam passed away, and I don't care about all that. I just know that a true angel, a true light, a true talent is not with us here right now. And Sam, you are missed by so many. I talked to several of your friends and we spoke about the goodness of you and the spirit that you had. I know I think last night, yeah, they, they, no, Sunday night, they had a service for you and I was unable to attend. But my heart goes out to your family and to your friends and to those people who are truly, truly missing you. So Sam, rest in peace. And um, we'll see you soon because, you know, we all have an expiration date. Uh, God decides when he wants to take us. I also want to send condolences out to Johnny Mathis. I found out this morning that his house, um, this fire started out in the front of his house and then actually went through several parts of his, his unoccupied mansion. So he wasn't actually living there. He was on his way actually to L.A. But a lot of memorabilia and things are in this home. And Johnny Mathis has been in the industry for, I don't know, I mean, I love me some Johnny Mathis. I might just do a show all on just Johnny Mathis. But um, our condolences go out to Johnny Mathis as well. And they don't think it's arson. Um, they think it's in the Hollywood Hills. So it's just a brush fire that kind of just jumped over onto his property. So we wish that you find uh, whatever you can find in memorabilia-wise or things in your home um, to what, what you could find that is left based on the fact that uh, you just lost, I guess, from, from what they're saying, half of your property. So we're praying for you and the, you guys out there, if you don't have fire insurance, and especially out here in L.A., earthquake insurance. I live in an apartment and have earthquake insurance. So, guys, make sure that you are taking care of your responsibilities so when things like this do happen, you have insurance to take care of it. Not Obamacare. you got to go get some real insurance for your, for your family and your household So um, when it comes to your property. 
And now I'm going to take it to the birthdays because we have a lot of birthdays today. The first birthday I want to send out is I don't have his picture because his sister just asked me this morning. So I'm going to put it on Jackie. So I'm going to say happy birthday to Oscar Price. You know, I love you, Oscar. You take amazing, amazing pictures. I love you. Your sister loves you. We all love you. So Oscar Price, happy birthday. Now, the next person I'm going to say happy birthday to, her name is Taloria. Now, Taloria and I worked together at Screen Actors Guild for several years. And Taloria has been there doing her thing. I almost, I think everybody up in there probably is vested now. So Lady T, as I call you, I want you to enjoy your birthday. Now, the next person I'm saying happy birthday to, I'm saying tag your it. Because Tamiko, I have called you three times. You have only called me twice. So tag your it. I think you're supposed to be in L.A. right now. And if you're not in L.A. and you came last week, then you know, mm, mm, mm. but I think your birthday, I know your birthday is the 5th of November. So Tamiko, I say happy birthday to you as well. Now I'm going to take it to the celebrity side. Now I know this gentleman because he actually got his job because Andre Harrell asked me to come leave school to come be his intern at Uptown. I talked to some family members. They're like, you just got out of the Latin Quarter. You need to stay in school. So I didn't stay in school and they gave the job to Puffy. Puffy. Now, I'm not saying I would have been Puffy because it's two different people, but the job was offered to me first. But happy birthday, Puffy. Puffy is um, turning what? He's got to be close to 50. He's got to be close to my age. We, we, You know, good black don't crack. But Puffy, happy birthday to you as well. Now, I'm thinking I've covered all of my birthdays for the day. And the next birthday, I have to send birthday shout outs to Suzanne. You think I forgot you? She's a very, very, very special friend to our family. Sue, I know that you are at all of the Smiths events and I know I think you have like I want to say 15 kids but you don't I think you only have three but Sue I say happy birthday to you as well I will be in New York I will be out in, in uh, at Uncle Bill's house to see the new garden and have some barbecue and hang out with you guys in the summer because I'm not coming back to New York until the summertime now I have to send a congratulations to Becca and Donnie Little. Becca and Donnie Little were married October 31st, which was Halloween. And I understand Becca is a huge fan of Halloween. And from what Ernest told me, he had an amazing time at that wedding. I wish I could be there. Next what? Next? I said, no, because Donnie and Becca, there's no more next weddings, okay? But maybe if you have another reception or something, if there's another party going on in, a, in that part of New York, I will definitely come and make sure that I come and party with you guys for your anniversary. So a year from now, I will come and hang out with you guys. I'm going to come. This is what I'm going to do. A year from now, guys, let's step into this. A year from now, I'm going to come to your wedding anniversary. So on the 31st of July, 2016, Becca and Donnie, I will be with Ernest and Brian. If I can pull Brian away from his, his surprise Christmas gift he got, what's this, 20, what, 30-something days in advance fireplace, we will be at your one-year anniversary having a good time. That's how we're doing it. Today's November 1st. Elections are coming up. There are a lot of things that are going to be happening on today's show, but I'm going to let you hear from our title sponsor, Funky Sticks, and we'll be right back. Hey! Funky Sticks first hit the market in 1991, setting out to provide the market with more of a diverse variety of scents that had a lasting potency. Today, that's exactly what Funky Sticks offers. As the originators of vacuum sealing incense sticks, Funky Sticks are soaked for over 48 hours, sealed for a stronger aromatic presence, quick and effective, stored in resealable bags. Funky Sticks guarantees to always be fresh and wet. The Better ones are the better ones. You can find Funky Sticks in over 120 
retail outlets in Los Angeles County and at our wholesale affiliates in downtown Los Angeles and the city of Gardena. Funky Sticks can be used to replace unpleasant scents for aromatherapy. This year, Funky Sticks offers over 80 scents. It scents sprays, body oils, burning oils, as well as a winter collection of candles. We guarantee to always be funky fresh. Funky Sticks, the wetter, the better. F-U-N-K-E-S-T-I-X-X. Hey, what's up everybody? There's so many people out there that are hungry and homeless during this time of year and I make it a point that I feed them. So I need your help once again because I want to feed the streets on Thanksgiving and Christmas. So why don't you hit me up at 323-302-2820. I need your help. There's no place too far here in Los Angeles for me or one of my team to come get whatever you want to donate to help us feed the streets for 2015. Come on everybody. I know you want to feed the streets. I know you want to help. Hey. Hey, I know you want to help us feed the streets, so hit me up at 323-302-2820. Now, I'm going to find out if it's okay if you guys also leave packages either here or at Funky Sticks, but I have to ask first so that if you can't make it and you want to donate some food and you want to donate money and if you want to do anything that will help me feed the streets on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Last year we fed a hundred, year before last I fed a hundred people on the meal I cooked for myself. Last year we went to 175 people. We need your help. So if you want to donate canned goods, turkeys, chickens, hams, whatever, I am going to personally cook it and then me, and I say my team, me and Rich Sister and everybody else who wants to help us feed the streets can come and feed the streets. You don't understand how important it is. You don't understand how how grateful you will feel just helping others. If you were walking down the street here in Los Angeles and you see how many homeless people and how many people that want and want to eat and want food and they don't have it. So here's an opportunity for us to give back. Now, there's not many times I do leave food on my plate because I don't order a lot of food at restaurants because I'm not a big eater like that. But the times that I have, I've brought the food home. So I know there's been times, guys, that you guys have had food home or even even making meals and then having leftovers. Let's make this happen. Why don't you help us feed the streets? Give us a call at 323-302-2981 or hit me up at info at CassandraCalloway.com and um, email me and we'll make sure that we feed the streets. Do you want to help us feed the streets? Hit us up. Matter of fact, give us a call right now, 323-965-1600. 323-965-1500. And for the person who, 323-965-1600. That, that's not what I said, Chris? Oh, I'm sorry. 323-965-1600 is the call-in number right now. And I think we might have a call on the phone right now. Lori? Oh, yeah. you know what? And we have to take this call. So, Lori, Lori is calling us all the way from New York City. And I know why she's calling. Lori is calling because she... You call, are you calling for the, you calling for the cookbook? <laughs> you had to send my baby her cookbook. Well, the cookbook... <laughs> <laughs> the cookbook is right here, and I'm definitely sending it to you. I'm not going to ask you for your address on the air, but why does my little niece want this cookbook? Because she's studying culinary arts. She's a senior in high school, and she enjoys cooking. And she's kind of taken up after me and collecting recipes. Oh, well, wait a second now. Which recipes? Cause now, your macaroni and cheese is off the chain. So you make it anything <laughs> better than the Because let me, let me tell you, I should, I should have... 52 hips hanging out with Lori because let me tell you when she cooks 
she cooks. And then the thing about it is I haven't been able to get a Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner because I refuse to come home in the winter. So will exactly. you come to L.A. and feed me? I, it may not be this year, but next year I'll come and help you feed the streets. Oh, that's what I want. And this is what, and my niece has to make the meal that's going to feed the street right out of this Taste of Soul cookbook that Danny Sr. gave me to give away. You got it. Okay, so that's what I'm looking for. Hey, what, what, how's the weather there at home? It's not too bad. Today, actually, the weather is pretty decent. I think we hit 72. It's 72? Oh, wow. wow. It hits, <laughs> let, let me tell you, it's like, it's 67 in my apartment, and it's freezing. Uh, wow. <laughs> let's, let's, no, wait. A week ago, it was 97 degrees, right? Mm -hmm. Now, it's 67 degrees in my house, and, and Jackie came over, and I was shivering. And then she's looking at me like, well, you should have put on some clothes. <laughs> I keep forgetting that, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a New Yorker, but I have, a Cal I have California blood. Yes. You know, so can I, I still have my New York card because a couple of weeks ago, a year ago, you were trying to take my New York card because you said I lost my swagger. Do I still have my New York swag? Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing your swag. It's coming back. Oh, oh, oh it's coming back. It's <laughs> coming back strong. I'm, I'm watching you, girl. It's coming back strong. You still have your New York swag. I, I'll let you keep it. Thank you. I'm, 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 I'm old people. <laughs> Because I'm not going to tell you, my first, we, we, we went to John Jay College, where I actually started doing radio at WJJC mm -hmm. radio station. And we, between the pit and the radio station and, and, and the classes that we did attend and the parties. But the one thing that I'm going to never forgive you for, Lori Beckett, if, do you know girl, what that is? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Lori Beckett. And I, what, do you know what that one thing is that I will never forgive you for? I will never forgive you for making me a Wisconsin sleeper. I will never. Stop telling that story. I swear I'm going to fly out there now. Okay, then come on. I got a jet waiting for you. I got a jet waiting for you right now. Okay. All, all I'm just saying, you, you know, we were supposed to we, we be friends. You know, and you Girl, know, you say that now, but you weren't saying that then. Oh, we wasn't saying what? <laughs> You may say you regret, you'll never forgive me now, but you wasn't saying that then. I surely wasn't. <laughs> you were happy to join the club. <laughs> I can't tell you how many other people I've made Wisconsin sleepers throughout the years. Now, exactly. I, I haven't done it in a long time, but I have, I have let me tell you something. I made Halle Berry a Wisconsin sleeper. I made a Fox. Let me, <laughs> and they weren't as quick as me, you know. <laughs> When it came oh to figuring out the game, you know, they, I'm not saying that because I don't want my friends thinking I'm mad at her. Matter of fact, Hallie, mm -hmm. I wish you success. Uh, understand that you're going through another divorce. And you know, it's a trip now. I saw on the Internet today, and I don't normally do this, that gossip stuff, especially about my friends. But I saw mm -hmm. with David Justice and Eric Benet are going in on Halle Berry talking about she's ruined her exes. All she did was love these men. David That's Justice right. beat her down. Eric mm -hmm. Benet cheated on her. Cheated on her, exactly. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. He didn't just cheat on her. He's a sex addict. Shh. That's a sex addict, yes. Shh. Let's whisper. Shh. He's got a problem with having sex with more than one person <laughs> that's not his wife. So he had yeah. an issue. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize yeah, cheating. Cool. I, didn't know, cool. I didn't know they had a... a, 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 a um, Therapy for just plain out cheating. Mm, I mean, they, oh, now there's a psychological diagnosis for cheating. Wow. <laughs> so, they, so, so, so now you're a sex addict. So, what do you think mm -hmm. my psychological dis diagnosis should be? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. Girl, you're just as sane as the rest of us. Please stop. You don't have a diagnosis. And you know it's seen, and you've known me since I've been 17. Have I mm -hmm. changed any? No. 
You've just gotten better, that's all. Not at oh, I think we okay, all have. We've just thank, gotten we've just gotten better. Well, thank you, because I was just one. I was like, oh, I didn't change a little bit. Like I didn't get no. a little bit better. Oh, good, bad. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Your personality is still the same. It's just bigger than life. Wow, thank you. It always was. You know what I found? I found that I actually was. Uh, I saw something that Tyler Perry had earlier this week, and he was talking about people around you who can't receive all of your all of your light. And when you have friends mm-hmm. and certain people around you that don't mm-hmm. understand or who you think they understand how you are. Like, you guys know me. You know that, right. you know, if I'm working, something's going on, I don't say thank you every time. But you know my heart is there. You know, say, so you exactly. know, you know, I don't have a bad heart when it comes to things, you know, because the, mm-hmm. my, my intentions are have been the same intentions since we met. Since, right. you know, since we met at John Jay College of Criminal Justice, you know. Mm-hmm. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put Eric Epperson in jail right now and to use that law degree that we got from john jay to explain to him that he's supposed to turn his phone off when he's in here but at least his ringer had a had a nice beat to it you know what I'm saying? <laughs> at least he had a at least he had a, at least it wasn't just like a just a ring a ding 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 his, his it sounded like some some it sounded like a tony braxton song or something going on over there e what was that what was that eric you know just shake your head and he think i'm not gonna pick on him because he was sick but why not why not pick on him well, Lori, um, I'm going to make sure that this book gets out. Now, is there anything else that I can um, make sure that I send you guys before when I send this out? I'm going to send you guys some funky sticks. I'm going to send you the, the scent of the month, which is, well, well, the scent of the month was African Violet last month. And I'm, you know what? I fell off, so I have to apologize to funky sticks. We will have the new scents for this month and the new guests coming up. That was my fault. Yes, I do make mistakes, and, and I do, and I admit mine. Hey. Like, like, let Lori make become me become a Wisconsin sleeper. We won't even talk about the trip to Maryland. We're just gonna leave that one. Will you stop? Oh, stop it! I did. I just took a. I just took a sip of tea. I, <laughs> I just. I just took a sip of tea. Well, Lori, Lori B, I love you so much, and it was great seeing you um, a couple of weeks ago when I was home for C's. Uh, birthday, so I'm glad we got to see each other, and I finally got to see the girls and the kids, and just hanging out. And I promise you, this book will be in the mail. I'm gonna throw some funky sticks in there. I'm gonna throw some Caliosity in there, and I might find, I might, if if I could get come up with another apron, because I've already given the apron and the chef hat to my associate producer Ernest <laughs> Ernest Sewell. <laughs> so, and I, oh. and I and I'm gonna drop in a um, I'm gonna drop in a, in a selfie stick too. So this okay. is what I want you to do. I want her to take a picture of herself with the selfie stick holding the book, cooking me some macaroni and cheese and frying some chicken at the same time. You got it. That's, a, <laughs> that's how we do it. It's Cassandra Callaway. I want to thank my friends Lori Beckett for calling in. We are going to be back with you after you. Um, I don't know, Lori, did you see Robin Thicke and Pharrell's deposition when they were sued by the Marvin Gaye estate and they won $5 million? If you guys don't yeah. understand why Marvin Gaye's family, and I got to say what's up to my boy D Extra. And D, give me a call, 323-965-1600, because I know you have an event coming up. I hope I didn't. I hope I didn't miss it. If I did, please don't. Blame it on my head, not my heart. But take a look at the deposition that caused them to give $5 million to the Marvin Gaye estate. Hey. Do you make it a habit of being dishonest when you give interviews? Um, when, I do, when I give interviews, I tell whatever I want to say to help sell records. With, with, with all due respect, I was uh, high and drunk every time I did an interview last year. And Mr. Thick, I, I do have to ask you, um, when you when you did the interview that we just played from VH1, were you drunk and on Vicodin? 
I was I, I didn't do a single interview last year without uh, being high on both. Okay. So the answer to my question is yes. Yes. Were you um, drunk and on Vicodin when you did the Oprah show? Yes. Do you consider yourself an honest person? No. I didn't even use the Marvin Gaye thing until everyone started saying to me, hey, it's reminiscent of the Marvin Gaye song. In quotes, you'll see a statement where Mr. Thick says, quote, Pharrell, Pharrell and I were in the studio making a couple of records, and then on the third day, I told him I wanted to do something kind of like Marvin Gaye's Got to Give It Up. Did uh, he tell you that? No, sir. Okay. That Unfortunately, these questions that you're asking me refer to a portion of our business in the music industry when people come in sometimes to either co-write or when they need songs. Sometimes they embellish those stories. And so what you're hanging your hat on here is a guy that, you know, wants the world to perceive that like, you know, that song was primarily, you know, like his 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 he had the impetus of the genesis for it. But that's not the way I work, A. B Again, I'll just highlight this to you. What you're doing is you're, you're taking excerpts from a conversation of an interview where a guy is presenting to the world that these are his songs. So he's going to say, yeah, I got such and such and such and such and such and such, but that's not the case. I'm happy to answer all these questions, but unfortunately, this is the, this is the, this is the part of it all that just makes it a little confusing for you. Makes it a little confusing for you. Well, based on just the excerpts that we saw from this deposition, I think Robin Thicke was confused because he was on drugs and drunk and high, and Pharrell not wanting to accept the responsibility. Now, the stealing of licensed music from one artist to another has been happening for years. They've been, you know, they've been sampling. Puffy samples everybody. You guys think you're, I'm Sean Combs, I love you to death, but let's, let's be honest. 90% of the songs that you're dancing to or listening to that Puffy and some of these guys created are samples off of hit songs that we've been listening to for years. So for, the, for Marvin Gaye's estate to win that amount of money and to... To win, and I think they've received it. And I know DX just said he's going to give me a call, but to receive that amount of money sets a precedence for these younger artists and these artists who are out now that think you can just steal somebody's property. You don't have the right to steal anybody's intellectual property, whether you're just sampling it. If you get, and if you're going to do it, give them credit. Give the person, if the person's done the work, give them credit. Now, some of you know may have times think, okay, well, maybe they have not done as much as you've done or whatever. It doesn't matter. Put the person's name in the jacket line. Do what you have to do because giving them credit is not hurting you, especially when they have helped you. When this song, when and then you're clearly lying and you've been lying for almost two years about it and using this also why you're not with your wife and the other things that are happening in your life due to the fact that you were using drugs and drinking and this is where your life was at this particular time. Now, I say once again to Marvin Gaye Estate and anybody else who feels that their intellectual properties have been stolen from them, then they need to they need to do something about it. Now, that's how come I'm how I'm going to transition into talking about my recaps with Empire, which I'm not actually not going to talk about Empire because I actually didn't do uh, Empire didn't come on. 
Now, I wonder why Empire did not come on this past Wednesday. So I'm looking for Empire and Rosewood and did come on. So seeing that I can't do an Empire recap, I'm going to give you my Empire recap from two weeks ago. And we'll be right back. Hey, Cookie. Now, guys, Empire gave me some, gave me content. They gave me content with these four. I didn't see a bunch of videos. I am so happy. Thank you, Lee Daniels. Thank you, Taraji. Now, Terrence, you gonna take off your clothes again or wear tight shirts? Please get in the gym. I got a trainer. Me and you, come, come, come to Cassandra Callaway show right here. I don't only don't even let people sit right next to me, but I'll sit right next to you and we can work on looking like you about to give birth. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, Terrence Howard, I love you, I love you, and I love the show Empire. So catch Empire on Wednesday nights at 9, 9 p.m. on Fox. All right, so Fox, I hope tomorrow we have a new Empire with great contact, content and less videos. This is not the sound of music. This is not, well, this is not the sound of Empire. I don't, <laughs> less music. I mean, it is an integral part of the show, but we don't have to see the whole video. That's just my opinion. Now... We are going to talk about season five, episode. No, actually, we're going to season five, episode six. I said, "Oh, how to get away with murder," but we're going to talk about scandal first, because scandal. If you thought that you were going to get a wedding with with Olivia and Fitz, because the first show I was calling Fritz with Fitz and Olivia, you were sadly mistaken, because they're not going to let it happen. Olivia lives in this. Well, d does she live in this world where she thinks that nothing can happen to her and she's just so good and she's the gladiator and she puts things together? But in all honesty, after watching five seasons of Scandal, I don't think that Olivia Pope really wants to marry Fitz. I don't think that Olivia Pope wants to give up her gladiators, her OPA, her independence. Now, yes, she's in love with the she. Yes, she's in love with the married. Well, they're not married anymore because they got a divorce in this episode. And we'll talk about Fitz coldness in the whole thing and how he did it. But I don't personally feel that Olivia Pope wants to marry the president of the United States. I think that this was sign of like a thing like, okay, maybe I'm in love with him, but the whole excitement of whether or not it was going to ever happen. If you think about it, in reality of this TV show, the likelihood of them getting together was nil. We didn't think Millie was just going to just, you know, go away all by herself and just sign the divorce. I mean, these two people had the most amicable divorce. No lawyers. They're sitting in the room. You get this, I get that. You get this, I get that. Where does that happen? In Shondaland, but I don't really feel that Olivia Pope truly wants to marry Fitz. And then who calls their ex-lover man? I'm gonna go to the side of the beach, which whichever side we're gonna live on, but he was about to go off to the sunset with somebody else. Boom, who they found dead in the in the train station. Jake either 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 Olivia's going, I love you, Jake. I love him, I love Fitz. Or they're killing off Jake's love interest. It makes no sense. You know, Jake is not going to find love in Shondaland when it comes to scandal. But when it goes back to Olivia Pope, I really don't feel that Olivia Pope really wants to marry Fitz. I really don't think so. I think she was the idea of being the first lady never really hit her until they were in that room. And they're saying, oh, take your phone, doing all this stuff. And she's looking over there. She's looking over Like, what did you think was going to happen? You're the one who spread the word and told everybody that you were Fitz's lover. So what did you expect? And now you want to go off into the sunset? If you watch the episode, you know that's not going to happen. Because what happens? Millie pulled all the cards. Now, they had a little interaction inter earlier in the scene where Olivia, which was kind of 
not Olivia-ish to me, told Millie that her dad killed her son. Because Millie was throwing diggers, dags, a dag, dag, dagger, 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 dagger. So Olivia's trying to fight back. How does she fight back? By telling her that her father, Olivia's father, killed Millie's son. Now what does Millie do? Does Millie go crazy? No, Millie sits back and she comes back with a vengeance. They might have thought they knocked Millie down, but Millie's coming for you because not only did she let Papa Pope out of jail, but she let the dude who worked for Papa Pope that killed her son. Now, I don't know what's going to happen next week, and I don't even know if I'm even ready to deal with next week because Jake loses his lover. Olivia is now down in the tunnel talking to Papa Pope and the the cat that killed the son and Fitz is somewhere standing on top of, he's probably at the back of the White House standing going, Olivia! Crying, trying to figure out where she is when all that's going to happen all I see that's going to happen when all of this is said and done is that they didn't get to impeach him but Papa Pope, Millie they're coming for you Fitz you and Olivia will not, and I'm sorry, will not run off into the sunset and live happily ever after. Not in this season. And, and it probably won't happen until the end of Scandal or the, the, the end of the series because nobody's expecting that. Nobody wants to see, they want to see you sneaking around in the White House. They don't want to see you in the White House doing what you're doing because you could do it. It was more fun watching you guys when y'all was sneaking. Sneak, sneak, sneak. Go back. You can't even go back to sneaking because now you came out. What are you going to do next? I think, as for me, the storyline is kind of flattened because now the whole, for me, the whole intrigue of Scandal was the fact that nobody knew that Olivia and Fitz, other than the little inner circle, because you see, they, she didn't tell Abby. You saw a couple episodes ago with Abby. He's like, well, I asked you. You didn't tell me. We were best friends. Da -da -this, da -da -da. So everybody in the circle didn't know. And then what is Cyrus really going to do? Cyrus got his boy back. He's up in there. He was with, with Millie. Now Cyrus went over there and talked to Fitz and had a whole long conversation about what you don't know, who me, about me, blase, blase. Long story short, they're back together again. How long will this union last between Fitz and Cyrus? Will it go to the end of his term? Will Olivia Pope actually become the first lady of the White House? Will the gladiators, and you know what, that new gladiator, he's kind of cute, the one who took over for um, the other black guy, <laughs> I got to get his name, but you see how they just replaced one African-American character with another African-American male character. He's, he's doing pretty good too, but he hasn't really hit me enough for me to feel like I need to learn his name. So, Scandals, Thursdays, 9 p.m. ABC. Now I'm going to take you to my new favorite show, thanks to Beth and Hulu, How to Get, with, How to get Away with Murder. Now, I told you I would learn the names. Okay, so now Wes is the little cute boy with the curly hair who I thought was A.V., which is um, Viola Davis's character's name, son. But after this episode, we realized, because I couldn't understand why she was giving him so much attention. But this little crew that they have together is extremely interesting. Who killed Rebecca? Did, did Frank kill Rebecca? Is Asher going to drop dime on Bonnie? Who knows what's going on? All we know is this, that... Um, A.V. is in the hospital because somebody tried to shoot her. Why did they, the, um, the Asian girl whose name I didn't catch, trying to figure out why Frank didn't actually kill her because now they found her dead or found her body and she wakes up. There's a, there's a lot of plots and turns going on in how to, get away, get, how to Get Away With Murder. And then also the guy, Les, who A.V. was sleeping with, who was married, but wife was dying of cancer, whose wife died of cancer. I didn't know Peach Cobbler can, listen... 
if my husband passes away, y'all bring me all the peach cobbler y'all want to bring me. I just want to see if it's going to just soothe my heart. Okay, because she must make one mean peach cobbler for him to go back to her and find that she is now, you know, somebody hit her or something happened to her in the house. So she makes a mean peach cobbler. Or she must be she's a bomb attorney, but her peach cobbler must be off the chain for him to go back to her after he said, I'm done with you live and I'm not going to be with you anymore. You know, Shonda, uh, Shonda Rhimes. I like your story writing. I like where you're going with these characters. I'm, I was going to try to catch up with Grey's Anatomy, but that's. 12 seasons and I don't have I don't I don't have that much time still still with Empire and Rosewood hopefully coming back Rosewood because it hasn't been on for two weeks so you guys if you're not watching Rosewood please watch Rosewood so Fox can keep that on the air we got Scandal we got how to get with how to get with how to get away with murder I will be back with my four lions and a cookie next week and along with uh being uh, Jane the Virgin as well. My name is Cassandra Calloway. We're going to look at how I got down on the red carpet again because I put some things on for the Taste of Soul. And me and Eric Boy as a team, we sure shot this an amazing time. And without a script in less than 24 hours, them telling us what they'd like us to do, this is what we put down. So check out a little bit more of what I did on the red carpet. Well, you know, the cement. Tasting the Taste of Soul. Hey! We're not done tasting food. We're not done. We have a couple more hours to go and a few more vendors. I hope you're enjoying tasting the Taste of Soul 2015. Sandra Calloway, and I've just finished my whew, 
third show. I want to thank Tashina Arnold for the amazing outro and intro that she did for me while she was on the red carpet during LA Fashion Week. And I would like to thank my good friend Beth Payne for coming and joining us. And don't forget to catch her at the Wilshire Ebell Theater. Hey Beth, when is it? It is November 6th and 7th and the name of the play is Angry Insecure Men. Thank you so very much. I'll see you in the Caliwood Nation on Tuesday. Hey, thanks on 14K. Love you. Bye. That's right. That play is coming up next week. I'm already on the list. I can't wait. If you want to come with me as a guest, give me a call. 323-965-1600. That number again is 323-965-1600. Now, I understand now why Empire and Rosewood weren't on last week. And I have to take this hit. And I know Chris is going to probably be really happy about this. But my Mets lost. My New York Mets, we tried. I mean, I watched game three while I was getting my nails done at Nine Nails. And I watched an incredible inning. Like, they, they were so annoyed with me because I kept jumping up and nail polish was going everywhere. We won one game. So, but I say to the New York Mets, congratulations for making it to the World Series after I don't know how many years. Um, Kansas City, you finally won. It's about time, you know. What, what, Chris, you a Dodger fan? What did you say? You were, when was the last time the Dodgers won the World Series? That's all I want to know. When was the last time the Dodgers were even in the World Series? Do, 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 They just rested. Look, look, look. I got your heart right here, Dodgers. <laughs> That's what I think about the Dodgers and the Royals beating the Mets. They broke my heart. They took me and I had to take my heart out of Give it away to the world because, look, at least we made it. So to the New York Mets, I say congratulations for making it. And here's, at least we tried, okay? Nothing beats a failure but a try. That's all I have to say. Now, I don't know if you guys have been seeing this video that's been running rampant along on the Internet and on Facebook. But we've been seeing a lot of videos of police officers assaulting students. And and the first thing is they, wanna, they want to... Um, they want to fire. The, the, of course, the police officers should be fired because the way in which we're looking at these videos and the way they're manhandling. But now there's a video that is hitting the, the, the tr it's actually trending. And this is a video from Chicago. And I think this is a couple of years, maybe two years ago, before we started seeing all these videos. And now that everybody has video cameras and, and they're trying to call it the Ferguson effect. What, what the, we'll talk about that after this. But let's take a look at what students are doing to substitute teachers not making any sense hey
Now, how many people, along with myself, was as disgusted as I was when I saw that video? Now, we're already having issues with the police officers mistreating us, okay? Not just because of, um, I just had a brain thought. Um, not just, we're not upset and they want to say black lives don't matter. All lives matter, we understand that. But since the trend of seeing all of these police officers and all of these videos with these different police officers attacking people, beating us up, the things that we've been watching and seeing when it comes to these police officers and what they've been doing for the last, I don't know how many years, um, it doesn't make any sense. But now to see this video, to see the video that we don't see when we want to understand why the particular people are acting this particular way. No one's supposed to put their hands on anybody. But what these children did to that substitute teacher made no sense. And then for them to videotape her and then to continuously be up in her face and disrespect her in that manner makes no sense. When I was going to school, we respected our teachers. We, didn't, we, we feared our teachers because we knew that the teachers had a direct contact and direct number to our parents. There would be no way that we, anybody in my family or anybody that was going to school with me would have treated or done anything like that to that to anybody. So we want to scream Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, but we also have to respect other individuals. What those children, what those menacing children were doing to that lady, to that substitute teacher, made no sense. If I was a substitute teacher or a teacher and saw that, would you be would you want to go to a school? Would you want to give your best? And that teacher sat there, she didn't get up she didn't she didn't she didn't cuss at them. She didn't she 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 she's tried in her best meek manner to say, you know, please stop this has to, you know, can you go on with whatever you're doing? 
they continued to harass her. Now, I hope that, the because this video was, in, from what I understand, 2011, I hope that these children were dealt with. If they weren't dealt with and the video is just getting out now, they need to be, be they need to be dealt with because it makes no sense that you're disrespecting adults. You're going to pick up a chair? You're going to act like you're throwing a chair at this lady? What are you doing? You had better home training than that. And I know when your parents saw that, if your parents are in the household, they were probably just as embarrassed. Don't raise your hands to anyone. Don't, don't disrespect anyone. And if you're a student and you feel that you need to get your teacher's attention, there are other ways in doing it than cussing them out. If they ask you to give them, turn in your phone. If an adult is asking you to do something, just do it. Whether you feel it's right or wrong, just do it and deal with it later. As in a, If you want to be an adult, but as, you know, have an adult handle it for you. But jumping up in adults' faces, come on. That doesn't make, it makes no sense for that teacher to go to work. And then when you say they go, they're barely paying the teachers. They're not giving them the utensils that they need for these kids to have a proper education in school. And then you have a teacher who wants to be there. And this is what you do to them? I'm going to shame on you. <laughs> I know I should be saying more than that, but shame. It's shame on you and whoever told you and made you think. And the young ladies videotaping it and laughing, you should be in as much trouble as the other kids because you watched it. When you're watching somebody do something wrong, are you going to continuously watch it? If I see somebody, if, somebody if, if someone is being robbed at gunpoint, I'm not going to step in and try to be Superwoman or Wonder Woman and stop it, but I am going to call the police. Now, after last week, I'm still kind of iffy on calling the police because they do arrest the wrong person, as we see which happened last week. But let the police do their job. There's already bad enough they're calling it the Ferguson effect and they don't want to get out their cars because the people are filming them. They, why are you afraid? Let them film you if you're not doing anything wrong. If you're doing your job to the letter of the law, then you have nothing to worry about them filming you. Get out your car. Do your job. That's no excuse for not doing your job and giving it a title as the Ferguson effect. That's on you. That's on you. And now we've been seeing in the media, you know, barely seeing when the police officers, what he did with the young lady when he threw her across. But this video came out. This was in 2011. And we're just servicing today. Why? Because the media outlet that put it out wants us to see it. The fact that it's trending on Facebook. The fact that it had over 4 million hits. And this came out in 2011. Now it's 2015. So certain media is making sure that we see it so that, okay, we're putting all this on the cops doing this. But look what the kids are doing as well. It's not six in one hand, half a dozen other. Both of you don't need to be doing it. Both of, on both ends, it should stop. My name is Cassandra Calloway. I'm going to come back with you. Why don't you check out some social media I got going on and some other things. Hey. My name is Queen Vida from Ghana, West Africa. I'm an international vegan chef, international fashion designer, African dance instructor, motivational speaker. I'm also the international ambassador of the Celestial Federation of Yahweh. 
think she's got a whole lot going on now. I only got two minutes. You got to get by my shop now. <laughs> Love you, queen, but you got to go. No. <laughs> I have to say this. Yeah, I um, have to say this. <laughs> Before I go into that joke, um, what do you have a comment on what I was just saying about, Jackie has a comment on what I was just saying about the the children and the police officers and videotaping. What you got to say, Jay? Um, I definitely uh, wanted to just share something about that, about because we're it's a different generation of kids now. And you got to think about what their what their environment is. Mm. A lot of them they're from never never married or broken homes, mm. so they're not being raised. That's the bottom line. When because too many situations, the parents are being uh, they they're they're focused on their own lives mm. and they're leaving well anything to raise their kids, whether it's technology, TV, what I mean, it's the school. Wait. They're teaching. I saw a caption on Facebook. There was this picture. Uh, it was it was a caption. It was a two way picture. Mm-hmm. It said one said 1969, mm-hmm. and the scenario was uh, two parents, mother and father, kid and the teacher. The 1969 side said, "Explain these grades," and the parents was looking at the kid. The parents was looking at the kid angry, mm-hmm. and the ki- kid was like, but then it showed the other side today, mm-hmm. and it said, explain these grades. But the parents was angry at the teacher, mm-hmm. and the kid had this smug smile on his face. Mm-hmm. Be like, <laughs> Right. So, and, 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 that's, and that's the difference. And that's the that's difference, difference. Because we grew up at a time, like, okay, I remember we had, um, they had uh parent-teacher conferences. And when we lived in the Bronx, you could actually see our school from outside, the, out our window. And I remember my brothers didn't want my mother and father to go to the parent-teacher conference, so they tried to keep them away from the window. <laughs> because, you know, because when the parent and the teacher got together back then, they it was a purpose, and they made sure the te- I'm telling you, we had the teachers teachers had our parents phone numbers you know we were as afraid of the teachers as we were our parents and like you said it's a new generation they have yeah. the the xbox all these games they're fighting this they're doing that and yeah, so there's and, no and, respect. And, and there's no respect so and then the teachers know you got to you got to fight to get the the parents out to the PTA meetings and the and the and the open house you got to you you got to break your back to get the parents come, out and there right, unless it's a sporting event where they know that you know oh my kids you know if it's a basketball game a football game they're rah 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 but when some some parents when it comes down to educating their kids and being a part of their lives and it's kind of hard too because now the school systems they, they they're not teaching regular math now they're teaching the metric or whatever it is so it's not it's, they're sending kids home in first grade with piles and piles of paperwork so it's a lot especially if you got a single family single family household or you got more than one child you know and the mother has to work and the father has to work so it's a lot going on so the school system too has to help with how they del, dull, dull out or deal out the yeah the, the homework i it, mean it, it takes everybody it, ta- to, it, it, it takes everybody what we lost the village the good old additive it takes the village to raise the child mm-hmm. where's the village the village is lost well yeah we're they're they in mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> they're mcdonald's are telling me that they're queens now i'm gonna go back to that video that we just watched from last week 
I met this lady a couple of times. I've seen it. And I'm actually going to blame Eric on this, too, because when I saw this lady at the white party, I thought Eric was like, oh, you got to interview her. She's the queen of such and such. I'm like, OK, fine. And then she comes in the studio. Let's play that one more time, because I thought she was the queen of Nigeria, but her name is just queen. Tell us your queen. My name is Queen Vida from Ghana, West Africa. I'm an international vegan chef, international fashion designer, African dance instructor, motivational speaker. I'm also the international ambassador of the Celestial Federation of Yahweh. Thank you. She's got a whole lot going on now. I only got two minutes. You got to get by my shot now. <laughs> Love you, Queen. Push out the shot. Because I realized she wasn't a queen. We only had two minutes left to the show. I didn't realize her name was Queen until I got home. But I want to say thank you to the Yahweh, Yahweh people that came through. Angie Fisher and... Who, why can't I think of who was the other person on the show? Angie Fisher, Yahweh, Yahweh, and... Oh, Empower, empower Her. Empower Her. Empower her. Thank you so very much. And Empower Her. We're going to be right back. Check out some more on the red carpet with me and the Taste of Soul. Hey, we're here in the VIP suite for the Taste of Soul being hosted by Mr. Danny Bakewell. I see my Auntie Congresswoman Watson sitting over there and a lot of other dignitaries have been here today for the 10th annual Taste of Soul. And right now, the lady that's one of the people that makes sure all of this happens, she says she's done for today, but she has one more interview to do. Hi, Beth. How are you? I have had an amazing time today, oh. and I thank Brandon and you guys for letting me be the taste of the Taste of Soul. Very good. I think I weigh about four, 500 pounds more because I've eaten a lot of things today. Well, I haven't. I'm hungry. <laughs> so we have to make sure we get you some food. That's right. This is your 10th year. Why such a big event? Well, you know, Taste of Soul is all about bringing the heart and soul of our community together in a safe, fun-filled environment. Doing it one year, we did it well. Two years, we did it well. Five years, we did it well. Seven years, it's like, okay, 10th's got to be superb. I don't think any of us could have expected this for the last 10 years, but this shows that we as black folk can come together, have a good time, enjoy ourselves, you know, have fun, sell things, support each other, keep the dollar moving in our community. And you know, we have a, a, a black and brown community now. We even have that going for us. I mean, so we, we can get along, you know, we just gotta get together. Exactly, and you've brought over half a million people together once a year. When are you gonna get some rest? Maybe on Tuesday night, because we have two newspapers that we have to put out between now and Tuesday. The LA Sentinel, the LA Watch Times, and we have to get all our social media up, so we're going in a new direction. So we have still a lot of work to do, but you know what? You, you're kind of on a high, you're on a natural high. 11th year, what can we expect? You know what? I don't know. I didn't expect the Gospel Fest this year, but they came, they saw 9th year, they came 10th, They've already committed to 11. Who knows, Danny's always got a new dream. <laughs> That's right, Danny Bakewell Senior. I'm so glad you dreamt so big because to have the Taste of Soul for the 11th year coming up next year is totally amazing. You show us that tenacity and sticking to what you want to do and what you want to achieve happens. Before I close out today's show, I want to tell you guys who's going to be on Saturday's show. First of all, we're going to have this gentleman. This gentleman birthed Beyonce. Not just the, the biological father of Beyonce, but he also was intricate part of her career and Destiny's Child career. So Matthew Knowles will be here on Saturday on calling in 
to the radio station and making sure he lets us know about his brand new book uh, called The DNA of Success. And I can't wait because there's so many interesting things I want to talk to him about regarding finding and knowing great talent. Give them the tools that they need to be as successful, to be one of the number one successful female singing groups in the world. This gentleman has been the key part of it. Not just with that, he's been, he's had record companies and managed so many people. So we're gonna be talking with Matthew Knowles about so many different things that he has going on and especially this brand new book. And of course we gotta ask him about you know Destiny's Child and Beyonce and being Beyonce's dad. So we have to give major props to Matthew Knowles for coming out. Now, also on Saturday's show, I've been trying to get this lady for an interview for a minute, and I see her all the time on different red carpets because her spirit is so amazing. But you might remember her uh, as Suge Avery in The Color Purple, but she is now starring in Being Mary Jane, killing it, killing it. The beautiful Margaret Avery will be in the house with us now. She's, she's, I'm gonna ask her where she's getting her dresses from. I wanna ask her who's doing her makeup. I wanna talk about working with Oprah and whole 25, almost 30 years of the color purple that's about to start right now. And just, and I wanna see if I can get her to sing. We're gonna see if I can get her to sing. Sister, what is the name of the song? What's the, <laughs> I'm not even gonna do that to myself. I won't, I won't even do that to you guys. But that's what's coming up. And then also in upcoming shows, we have Charles Burks, Dusty Dawn. Um, we have new talent that's gonna be in our almost famous corner for the upcoming talent and bands in the corner. Not bands, musical accompanying people. People who play just one instrument. We're gonna fi I'm gonna figure out a title for almost famous because I can't keep calling them a band. But we're gonna be have uh, for the month of November. We're gonna have new artists that are going to be performing in our almost famous stage and a lot of other things. So if you want to be a guest on the Cassandra Calloway Show, hit us up at 323-302-2820. That number is 323-302-2820. Now I started off uh, a little while ago about talking about accomplishing your dreams and following through with your dreams like Danny Sr. did with creating the Taste of Soul and now it'll be in his 11th year. I started off six years ago with blog talk with this show, but I've been doing radio now for almost 30 years. I've been handling out these interviews and rocking it uh, when it comes to radio and interviewing and being and doing the swagger for about 30 years off and on. But for the last six years, it's been amazing on blog talk. And now to turn it up a notch here on rmconair.com, I want to just thank everybody. And I want to tell you guys that you have to, you have to pursue your dreams. You have to do what is making you the happiest. If you're working at a job right now and you're not happy with that job, then leave it. No, 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 look, don't come at me looking for money like y'all looking for the rush card because your money ain't on there because it's not deposited right now. Don't come at me like that. What I'm saying is that do what your heart desires. Make all your dreams come true. Do not let your limitations stop your imagination. I wouldn't be here right now. So I'm going to tell you this again. Be all that you can be and know that you can trust in your friends, but most of all, you can trust in Jesus Christ because he's got your back 24-7 like he's got mine. So I say on 14K, I will see you on Saturday. Hey! <laughs>